Welcome to Catching Up With, part of a new series of podcasts and articles catching up with staff from across the University of Brighton. I'm Richard Newman, and this week you'll have noticed the university's got a lot busier. We've been welcoming new students. Returning students have been streaming back to our campuses too, so it felt right that we should speak to David Hicks, Head of Residential and Hospitality Operations, with new students settling into their new home. I oversee all the hospitality outlets, uh, the associated services with hospitality uh, and also the management of our halls of residence. And how long have you been at the university and what do you like most about what you do? Um, I've been at the university since 2001. Um, the thing that I probably like most is um, we're based out in the Exium building. The Exium building is reasonably isolated. Uh, so certainly my, my favourite thing to do is get out and about on campus as often as possible. Um, being amongst our teams, talking to our customers, talking to students. Um, it's, I'm in, a, in amongst halls of residence and food outlets and meetings in different places. But uh, certainly I, I, if I get the opportunity to talk about food somewhere, I'll take it. Uh, it's apps talking to you, obviously, this week. Uh, the Welcome Programme in full swing. So your department's been at the forefront of students settling in. So all in all, how's it gone? Um, this week has been huge for us. Um, in fact, it's been huge for us for many, many months. So we've been planning for Welcome um, for the best part of the last six months uh, and to some degree for the last year. Um, but the last week has been, uh, it's gone really, really well. Um, the weather didn't play ball, so that made things particularly difficult over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but we're really pleased with um, what happened. Um, students that have gone into their accommodation seem, on the whole, um, really pleased with the service they've received, and uh, certainly parents as well. Um, we saw lots and lots of parents going away happy, contented and probably relieved. So, um, yeah, it's gone well. We were sort of milling about some of the halls at the weekend as well and lots of emotional parents as well, lots of tears. But um, everyone seems to be very happy and uh, it seems to be very well organised as well. Um, yeah, we've, um, what we did this year is we, um, over the last four or five years, we, we've improved what we do around the welcome um, and certainly this year we had far more collaboration from other central departments uh, and certainly the student union who was superb. Um, and I think we, we've turned it into much more of an event uh, than perhaps it has been in previous years. Um, the, there were things that didn't quite go according to plan uh, and that happens when you're moving well over 2,000 people into accommodation within 48 hours um, but most things did go superbly well um, we had huge numbers of our own team on site, on all sites um, and um, you, you know, t I, I will take any opportunity to thank everybody for giving up their weekend um, because we know it's a big undertaking and we know how busy people's lives are. Um, but to come in and so, show so much energy and commitment uh, was brilliant. Yeah. And a nice, a nice buzz around the place um, as well. You said it takes months and months of planning. I imagine straight away then you start thinking about, do you start thinking about next year already? 
We do. Uh, we've got a meeting in the calendar for later in October, uh, which is our wash-up meeting. Uh, so we'll get all the key players involved that are involved in the welcoming to halls together. Um, we'll pull apart what went well, what didn't go so well, the learning points. Um, but that meeting also serves as the, to kickstart our planning for 2019. Um, so more or less a year in the making. Yeah, and at the same time, you're overseeing what's going on day to day. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, absolutely. So while, while we're planning for next year, clearly we've got lots and lots to do this year. Um, and students uh, that we're seeing every single day, of course, at the moment during freshers, students walking around our services and not entirely sure about where they should be or what, how, how to use our services. Um, so, yeah, we've got people on the ground doing a brilliant job at the moment, just helping out with first year students. And that's going really well as well. Um, you're also responsible for hospitality, as you mentioned. Uh, the Unicard has changed uh, in terms of how we pay for food. Um, points being ordered instead of the automatic discount. So uh, why the change? Um, there's several reasons. Um, probably, the, probably the dull and boring reason is our till software hardware um, needed to be upgraded. Um, so we've taken the opportunity to, in, in that upgrade... Um, is to be able to update all the f- facilities and services that, that, that we offer in terms of payments. Um, the change to Unicard um, has been, is something else that we've been planning for a long, long time. Um, and we have been studying, investigating schemes that are offered on the high street and in other educational uh, institutions. And clearly there is a move towards reward schemes. Um, so we've taken that opportunity to move from a discount scheme to a reward scheme. In effect, what customers are getting now mirrors the 10%, only it's in terms of reward rather than discount. Um, but what we are able to do is to, be, is to offer far more promotions uh, across all our outlets linked to Unicard, uh, which will have more value than the 10% quite often. Um, and anyone who uses our services regularly will be able to see that, those in the weeks and months ahead. You've been at the university for, for quite a while. How did you get into this? Who's influenced you in your career most? What's the most rewarding? Um, I have been at the university a long time. In fact, I'm a graduate of the university. Um, I studied hospitality management in Eastbourne. Uh, in fact, we're a family of uh, graduates from the university. My wife was a graduate of Grand Parade. Um, from polytechnic days, uh, so that was a long, long time ago. Um, what, what got me here um, is my, my first love was always food. I trained as a chef. Um, I quickly got out of being a chef when I realised the hours were dreadful um, and went into contract, manage, contract catering management. Um, but I decided to take time out. I wanted to update my qualifications, came and uh, studied at Brighton. Uh, and I think my time studying here, uh, I, I made a quiet commitment to myself that one day I was going to come and do it a bit better uh, in terms of the hospitality. And uh, I got that opportunity some years later. Um, so it's, uh, isn't it, I've almost come full circle, I guess, in some respects. 
so as you say you've been there for you know, a long time so you've got you're well judged to say what do you think the university does best I think one of the things at the university at the moment is is we do so many fan- fantastic things right across the institution, but I think we sometimes struggle to recognise that. Uh, we certainly provide a creative and supportive environment, um, and I'm personally immensely proud of the services we provide um, in halls and, and hospitality. Um, just thinking about our accommodation... Um, something that we do particularly well is the support for students in accommodation um, through our student residential advisor scheme. Um, it's a scheme that we introduced um, two years ago. Um, it's, it provides um, a really supportive environment for students and anyone who works in our area is is incredibly proud of that. Um, moving on to the quickfire round of questions. Away from work now, let's get to know the the real David Hicks. Um, so, uh, first of all, uh, favourite place in Sussex? Well, uh, like many people people who live in Brighton, I came down from London many years ago. Um, and I, re- I remember the first few weeks of living here, I thought I was on holiday. In fact, I thought I was on holiday for about a year, I think, moving to Brighton. Uh, 23 years later... The view of the sea still doesn't bore me and still amazes me. Um, and I particularly like, um, I've got a dog, I walk my dog up on Hollenbury Golf Course. Um, the views from Hollenbury Golf Course are amazing, of the city, of the sea, of the downs. Uh, absolutely my favourite place. Good choice. Um, what are you currently reading, watching or listening to? Um, I'm not very good at watching TV, but I do listen to loads and loads of radio. So in my car and in the kitchen, I'm flicking constantly between BBC Six Music uh, and Radio Five Live. So that's my probably my two passions, sport and music. Uh, in fact, my kids uh, in the car and in the kitchen are con- constantly complaining that I have music on too loud. <laughs> sport, I, I could sit here and talk for hours about Watford Football Club. Um, Good start to the season. I'm, I'm a Watford supporter. We're, we're <laughs> aiming for Champions League. Right. Uh, so uh, me and one of my boys, we're planning our trips to Milan and Madrid next season <laughs> if things carry on as well as they do. Uh, so certainly, yeah, um, I'm all over football. Um, but um, I love music as well. Um, I have a fairly eclectic taste in music. Um, but um, I like alternative indie type stuff. Um, so that's what I have predominantly in the kitchen where I like to be but also in the car Okay, um, all commitments taken away for you for one weekend how do you spend it? Um, I have tons of commitments at weekends I spend a lot of time running to and from youth sports sporting events uh, it's rare I get a weekend off but if I was to have a weekend off um, I would definitely be at Vicarage Road at Watford um, preferably watching a victory. Uh, Sunday, I would probably be doing a long walk with family, dog, and there would be pub lunch in there. Um, and if I was really, really lucky, I'd probably be able to see a band with my wife. Great. Um, and finally, this one is, is a tricky one, uh, but it does reveal a lot about a person. If you could invite three people to dinner, it could be past or present, who are they going to be? Okay, so as a Watford supporter, the only person that I could uh, invite to dinner would be Graham Taylor. Um, He's Watford's and England's best ever manager. 
um, and we'd talk to him. I would talk to him endlessly about our victories over Luton Town. Um, I'd like to bring Morrissey, invite Morrissey along. Um, I don't think he'd get on with Graham, but um, or anyone. Uh, or anyone indeed yeah 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 he's uh, yeah he's become more controversial as he gets older uh, but I'd like to hear why he, why he's saying what he says uh, and I think I'd, I'd also love to bring along Marianne Hobbs um, I spend hours in the car early on Saturday and Sunday mornings driving long distances and Marianne is my is my friend in the car she's a DJ on Six Music uh, and I just love the music she plays um, and I'd probably have her in the house during, during the party just to be our own personal DJ. That's it for another edition of Catching Up With. Thanks to David Hicks for his time at this busy time of year. You can subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. Remember to share this with your colleagues. And in future, if you're not already, you can listen to this via Spotify and Google Podcast. We'll be back in a fortnight. For now, though, it's goodbye. <laughs>